You're listening to Cross Currents from KALW News. I'm Hena Baba. Now it's time for an audiograph, signature sounds of the Bay Area. This one from our archives was recorded somewhere special. Reporter Christina Loring takes us there. I noticed the usual fare, a table with a Bible and sacraments. But on the wall to the left of that is something you won't see in any other church, a floor-to-ceiling painting of John Coltrane holding a scripture in one hand and a saxophone in the other with a glowing gold halo around his head. This holy Coltrane watches over a cluster of 30 churchgoers. They're a mix of jazz tourists from abroad and local regulars, all clutching tambourines, maracas, and mini hand drums. A ritual jam session begins. The church calls it the Coltrane Liturgy. This means taking the Lord's Prayer and readings from the Gospel and lacing them with their fiery performances of Coltrane's compositions. The small congregation is on its feet, led by a three-woman chorus leaning into their mics with their hands raised to the heavens. The Church of John Coltrane has always put the man's music at the center of its services. I hear John Coltrane say, you know, when you when you discover the possibilities of music, you want to help humanity, you want to help free people from their hang-ups and, and make the world a better place. And so that's the kind of intention that he had behind his music. That's Wanika King-Stevens. Her father, Franzo King, founded the church decades ago after he took his wife, Marina, to see Coltrane play. San Francisco was a hotbed for jazz at the time, packed with smoke-filled clubs and a rotating cast of musical greats. The Kings were at a popular club on the Fillmore, the Jazz Workshop. That night, Franzo King experienced what he calls his sound baptism. Going to see Train, we had great expectations in the first place. But I think that uh, the, the most obvious thing that I can remember is the atmosphere around his being. There was something very obviously different about John's walk, his presence. I, I couldn't liken him to nothing other than a Pentecostal preacher. I like to say it was like being caught up in a rainstorm. We didn't know if it was gonna bring flowers or floods. It brought both. <laughs> you know, it flooded our heart with the divine love of God and it planted seeds that grew into what we now call the St. John Coltrane Church. John Coltrane wasn't always a saint. He was born in 1926 to a North Carolina family of musicians and ministers. He picked up the clarinet and then the tenor sax. After high school, he joined the Navy and made his first recording. He eventually moved to New York, where he played with jazz greats Jimmy Heath, Dizzy Gillespie, and Miles Davis. But as Coltrane hit his musical stride, he also developed a heroin addiction. He was falling asleep at shows. Davis fired him. Coltrane saw this as a wake-up call. The year was 1957. 
he retreated to his mother's house for a few weeks. Something of a jazz scene cleanse. And he had a realization of a deeper philosophy, as shared in this interview recorded in Japan in 1966. I believe that our men are to, are here to, to grow themselves into the best good that they can be. At least this is what I want to do. And, you know, when I, as, I, as I'm going there, becoming this, and uh, when I become, if I ever become, it, this will just come out of the horn. So whatever, it's gonna, whatever that's going to be, that's what it will be. Good can only bring good. Coltrane changed the way the Kings thought about music. He transformed jazz into spiritual enlightenment. Franzo King was sitting in Marcus Bookstore in the Fillmore in 1967 when he learned of Coltrane's passing. It was another awakening for him. It was time to act. The Kings had a listening club, a place to meditate on music. They studied Coltrane's sound and how it related to scripture. We saw ourselves as the prayerful vigilantes uh, uh, coming together at midnight to listen to St. John's music and be prayerful. The congregants began considering themselves a church, and the cornerstone would be Coltrane's album, A Love Supreme. That was reporter Christina Loring. Since that was recorded, the church has moved to a new location, and this month it's celebrating its 50th anniversary. Tune into Cross Currents Monday at 5. We'll hear stories about making theater in prison. Everybody escaped but the character of Pazzo. And so <laughs> that's the character I ended up playing at San Quentin. That and more Monday at 5 on Cross Currents. This music is by Fantastic Negrito from Oakland. He's performing at Oakland's Art and Soul Music Festival this Sunday. Today's Cross Currents team includes Taylor Caldwell, Janae Darden, Audrey Dilling, Ariella Markowitz, Kristen McCandless, Troop Wynn, Marissa Ortega-Welch, M. Locke Swingin, and Eli Wordchapter. Our engineers are James Rollins and Tarek Foda. Content manager is Shirin Adil. Deputy News Director is Angela Johnston. News Director is Ben Trefney. Our opening theme music is by the John Santos Quintet. For Cross Currents, I'm Hanat Baba. Hey, hey, hey.